Hey everyone. So there's so much to learn in this uh, realm if you if you do the medicine, the ayahuasca. Um, the fact that we can be locked out of and then returned to this dimension is pretty insane. There are so many questions, and again, even more questions, right? So before I did ayahuasca, I was meditating. I meditated for about 13 and a half years. I started, you know, very simply doing five minutes. And um, by the end of 13 and a half years, I could sit for about 45. And then I had a huge energetic break in the middle of the night, which was insane, where I got lots of information. But what was interesting about sitting in the meditation is that I was watching you become a, a viewer of yourself, which is insane. You think, well, you know, aren't I navigating myself, right? And you, you build this viewing platform of your thoughts. Like, I'd never seen these thoughts. I'd never stopped long enough to see them. I'm like, who is this person, right? So all those thoughts, in the same way that all my actions were a cover-up, you know, they were just, that's why I didn't recognize, I'm like, why am I thinking these things, right? So meditation, you build this, this viewing platform. And, you know, it's like, who is this person? Why do I think this? And because of my early trauma and abuse, etc., I had, you know, built, you literally build a person for survival. And that person might just be a defense mechanism, which is why I didn't recognize or was, I recognized this person, but it was like, why? Why am I thinking these things? Why am I, is this going through my head? The process of, of healing, it, it feels to me, is also, one thing about meditation is it slows down the energy, right? So if you're in trauma and you're in panic, you tend to be moving reactively very fast all the time. It was just reaction, reaction, reaction. It's like the house is always on fire. Everything was always on fire for me. It was like endless fire trucks, you know the first 40 years of my life and it was all issuing from a very severe trauma early on which I had no access to right and I could never imagine myself not being in that state I could never imagine myself for me it was like I was always facing a tidal wave that I couldn't get through So it's so to me it's insane how we're energetic containers of stuff we're navigated by other energies we are owned and kidnapped by other energies and if there's an overwhelm early on it's almost like you know you're going to take the breaker switch of your life off, right? 
you have to, to, to handle it. It's like a submarine when it's going out, beep, 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 it's going down, right? It's going under the water to hide, to camouflage. You've got to lay very low. And for me, as a child, I had to switch my whole life off, all my feelings. I had to just go into a coma. I had to shut down because the abuse was so horrific, right? So, if there's overwhelm, it's a kidnap of soul, right? It's the same as an invading army that comes in, you know, to a little village and you're all having tea and suddenly, you know, there are people with machetes and, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, fuck, we're fucked. The child is the same thing. Oh, fuck, I'm fucked. I can't do anything. You know, you're stranded. What the fuck are you going to do? Well, switch off, die, right? Play dead. That's what people do in battlefields, right? They just hide under corpses. For me, it was the same thing. It was just, fuck, I'm being sent out to be abused. My own parents sending me out to be abused. He's abusing me. Okay, I better shut all this down. And all that shutdown doesn't mean it didn't happen. Doesn't mean it's gone. And it's like in-law triage, you just stuff it into a room or into a continent of shit. So it's interesting how the process of undoing happens. Again, it doesn't die, it's frozen, right? Submarine goes underground. You know, you just see it with animals, they change, you know, as lizards become the same color as the stone. Bye-bye. And then that is circled with, you know, a wall of fire of pure terror. That terror is the thing that shut it down. And so it lives there in conjunction with all the horror. It's all, all of it's frozen. So your whole body has frozen the experience, although it's living inside your body, which is frozen, right? And these, and you know, this terror tends to live in organs. With me, it was in my ovaries and in my heart. And that, you know, that terror was all around. It was a, it was a, a firewall of terror. So, what did I do? I shut it down, and accommodated the circumstances. So. If you have nothing, you can't challenge the overwhelm, right? First of all, you're a child, you know, you're, you need parents, even though the parent's the predator. And, um, and you have no weapons. So what can you do? Well, you can numb it out shut down all your feelings and in the presence of all this horror accommodate the conditions how do you accommodate the conditions you creatively make it work 
I made my, you know, so the message, and it's very important how all of this locks, it's a lock, how it all locks together. And the lock was, you know, if I don't do this, they will die. I'm responsible for their life. I'm, I need to save them. So again, you take away, you don't challenge them. You don't challenge the horror. You can't, you're too small. It becomes a problem that you need to solve and is somehow connected to, you know, your responsibility, which by the way, it's not. As a child, you have no responsibility to take care of anyone, right? You don't have the response. Nobody should be hurting you or shouting at you or anything you. They should be taking care of you and making you safe and growing you, right? But the, the way we're built, is, it has its own intelligence, right? So overwhelm, shutdown, wall of fire, which is a terror that's keeping all of this shut down, and then disassociation and let's accommodate these conditions. I mean, you're actually in hell, but, you know, you've got to re, re, repaint it, right? Filter it up and make a story that will accommodate survival. And the story was, oh, I have to save them. I have to accept what they did to me. I have to accommodate them. I cannot challenge them because then we all fucking die. That's a lock, right? In the, in the flow of life, there is no negotiating anything. You don't like someone, you walk away, right? You don't like a situation, you change it or you, you face it. But when these, hap- these things happen when you're younger, well, you have to build a whole strategy, which unfortunately then becomes a lock, which then becomes a breaker switch, which then becomes, you know, this walking disfigurement of energy, which eventually will poison you and die. I mean, you know, you can't live in antithesis to your soul or to your, you know, to your, to every, to energy. It's like you build a Frankensteinian version of yourself that accommodates the circumstances, which are all wrong, but what you can't get out of because in that initial severing, you're locked out of, of heaven. You're, you're locked out of the flow. You're locked out of the energy. You're locked out of source, whatever you want. I don't, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's just a lockout of where things are flowing, where things are, are blossoming, right? It's an, you know, the blossoming of an overgrown garden. It's, it's blossoming in, it's blossoming in the conditions of the universe, light, you know, love, whatever. So, the genius of emotions is that they, it tells us the whole range of emotions, which are amazing. If we're completely, they're all nice and, you know, squeaky clean. It's like the piano when you, you know, play a note, it's very sharp, right? It resounds, it resonates. That note tells you something about something, right? So if you don't have that, you're blind. And I can actually say, I've had dreams and ceremonies. I was blinded. I say blinded by terror. Blinded. 
I was stumbling about. I still don't know actually how I survived, but I must have been by the grace of God. Disassociation helps, right? So you're in shutdown, right, of the events, because and that's surrounded by a wall of fire of fear and terror. And then you're disassociated from the frozen events. So you're basically out to lunch. I mean, I, I was out to lunch. I mean, I was just shut down completely. With no idea. And then, I mean, things can't, you know, they will always keep just going wrong and you'll, you'll be wondering why. And then you'll, you'll try to figure out a way out, but you'll never face the very people. And this was the greatest trick. You can't face the very people that put you in these conditions. If it's parents that hurt you early on, that is the most difficult bond to break. So there's another bond, right? You're disassociated from, so you're, you're severed from the light. You're, you've buried yourself. You're carrying these frozen horrific events. You're numbed out and you're disassociated from the events and from yourself. You build something that's in disassociation, that's in submission to these people that are horrific, right? And you know, you're kind of walking around like a, one of those robots with a battery that's running out, right? Nothing's going to work. You're going to bump into walls because it's all wrong. You're living in complete refusal. You've been locked out. You've been kicked out of your home. It's an eviction. You know, it's like these marauding, renegade militia show up to this little idyllic country village and with machetes and AK-47s and tanks and say, get the fuck out of here or you're going to die. And you leave. And unfortunately, the trick is they showed up as your parents. So the biggest trick is, or how you, you're kept frozen is you're severed from, you're, you're stolen from, it's, it's a theft, it's a theft from the light. They show up as parents. Uh, it's a classic red, you know, red Riding Hood. Um, and then you have to shut all of you down to accommodate these people who have shown up as your parents, but it's all a trick. And then you really are in hell. You're blinded, you're numbed. And you're negotiating who you are all the time. Because you're going against every, everything that you are. So it's a full-on, a full-on shit show. It's a full-on entangled mess. So I think the worst part is not having the, the worst. It's like, you know, you break the compass on a plane or, you, you know, you, you, you fuck up the flight path or you don't know what's up. You, don't, you have no compass for, for life. You're, and so you get locked out of your power and you get locked out of yourself and your connection to divinity. 
And what happens is if you don't have that connection to yourself, well, then you're sort of out wandering lost, looking for a self and a version of yourself with strangers. I mean, everybody is coming from source, but in a way it's, you're looking for a reflection of yourself in strangers. And of course, you know, there are so many psychic vampires out there who say, oh yeah, you want a reflection of yourself? You know, you want to find shelter? I'll show you shelter, all right? And there's more theft and more crap. It is like the innocent lamb, right? So to return, to find a way out of bumping into these fucking walls where you're blinded and these are your parents, you're going to make them work and your life is all fucked up and you're, you know, feeling anxious or whatever. The healing is a return to your original self, right? To to the the piece of divinity that came out of the bucket, you know, when you showed up, you know, when you were born. And that's why this medicine is a medicine of consciousness. It unlocks, you know, the gates of hell. It unlocks the blindness. Because if you've been overwhelmed, it's in every cell of your body. It's it's everywhere. I mean, I was riddled with this crap. It was from the top of my head to the bottom of my toes. I was surrounded by evil and dark energies and held hostage by pure terror. So <clears throat> why it's an insane medicine and why it's not available here in the West, and people don't want it here, of course, because it means your freedom, is we don't have a medicine in the West for unlocking consciousness. We don't. We have people with clipboards and asking you questions. It's not going to do it. These are energetic locks. It's like being Houdini with energetic locks. They're they're locks of terror and tricks and all sorts of dark energies, and particularly if it showed up as parents. And usually the people that harm children are the closest ones to them, which is their parents, right? So this unlocking into another dimension in which you are able to traverse or to journey through the whole creation of your existence and to you meet each one of these horrific blocks and locks and, you know, you... You, you, you melt all of it, you dissolve it all, because it's being held together with a massive energetic charge of terror. And what does terror mean to a child? Well, it means death. I mean, that's what all the horror movies are about, right? You're innocent and then suddenly evil shows up and overwhelms you and you're gonna die. You know, I was told at the end of seven and a half years that they actually came for me before I was born, which is like, oh, fuck, okay, this is not good. And what does evil do? Or the darkness? I mean, you know, everything is the light and the dark. Well, it it keeps you paralyzed and, you know, with a gun to your head saying, you know, show up as a 
as a as a as a lizard or else well i'm not a lizard i'm a sunflower but i don't care you're a lizard don't let any of that sunflower come out right it takes away your power you're not connected to your flow to your you're not plugged into the mothership you're not plugged into divinity you're not plugged into the source of everything that's what it does and so you're left wandering around in the dark, bumping into walls, trying to find yourself in the reflection of other people. Well, the other people are not your parents. They can't be. I'm six years old. What am I going to say? You'd be my dad, my mum. No, right? But when you're younger and it's going on, well, that's you get even to even more trouble because you've been locked out from yourself. Right? They have stolen your they've stolen your power. They've they don't give you access to your power. You've been locked out of your own home. And when you can unlock, you can get into these other dimensions with the medicine, for example, ayahuasca. In these other dimensions, you can heal, you can dissolve because you are accompanied with spirits, energies. In my case, the plants showed up as thousands of Indians who accompany, you know, in ceremonies I get accompanied. You can go in and face all of it because you go accompanied with these energies, very powerful energies. And really it's love. It's like the thing about a child is it believes that I'm stuck here and I've been, you know, I'm, I'm stuck here forever. No one's going to come find me. Because that's what it feels like as a kid. Like if there's a six foot person over you, you're like, I'm alone here. What am I, you know? And then you believe, well, this is it. I've got to, you know, I've got to make all this work. I've got to shut that down. I've got to make that person work. So, you know, and then it becomes a way of life if you're stuck there. And it's life or death. And again, to the eye, everything looks normal. Oh, that's a normal family with normal children, normal situation. Yeah, yeah. You're locked out. And so when you actually can get back in, that's when so much healing happens. And the healing is the seeing. They're basically curing you of your blindness. They're basically taking out the charge of the fear because you're facing it and you're seeing it. Well, if you're seeing it and you have 10,000 Indians around you saying, come on, Maria, of course. It's like, great, okay, I'm ready. I can do this. I'm, you know, I'm surrounded by the light. I'm surrounded by love. I'm surrounded by the place that I've never known that was home originally. still not easy you still have to go in and go oh my god and really and oh right but what you're doing is you're removing them from your container that you're evicting the people who evicted you these dark entities these energies where they come from you know i don't know dead people that never died whatever i have no idea nothing goes away this is all one big bubbling cauldron of stuff even though you die you come back it's like you know Endless recycling. And I think one of the most, one of the great gifts, first of all, to have a shiny new sort of 
emotional piano of like really resonant, you can feel everything. Because before you were too scared to feel anything. Like if you've been overwhelmed, you don't want to feel anything. Or if you have to feel anything, then you have to challenge these people. If I challenge these people, I don't get a family. If I don't have a family, I die. That's the trick. So I can't challenge them. I have to, I have to make the effort to reinvent them so I can, you know, wallpaper hell, right? So when you're cleansed by the medicine, and again, it's been over seven years of endless cleansing, what you get is your eyesight back. You get your awareness back. You get a shiny new sort of harpsichord of very resonant sounds of, you can feel your anger, your, you can feel the disturbance, you can feel like there's something wrong here because now you're connected back to source, right? Things make sense. So once you, you know, if you're going towards something poisonous, if you don't have a compass of where you're going, you're just going to bump into it and it might take you over. But when your radar says, wait, no, 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 that is poison over here then you back away. By the way, everybody has the right to be who they are, no shade on anyone, but it's your existence, right? It's what you decide is good for you. You can stay away from the dark. And as I'm beginning to see that it, you know, because I've never had that, I sort of question like, okay, I'm feeling this, Got to make sure it's the right feeling. You know, I'm feeling this and it keeps feeling it. Okay, it's telling me something about this situation. I never heard that before. I had no idea. I had no idea. Everybody just had to be great all the time. Right? Because you've been locked out. You're numbed. You're navigated by evil. So all of this is very real. It feels very surreal and woo-woo, but it's all, if you're in these other energetic dimensions, you recognize, wow, okay, there's a whole narrative, there's a whole battle going on here between the light and the dark. And it's all cleansing. So if you're overwhelmed and you're, you're negotiating and you're, you know, severing and you're disassociating and you're shutting down, it only, again, it's like the Loch Ness Monster, the, the, dra- the, the lake is drained, the monster is seen, removed, and as it's removed, basically the, ele- the energetic charge, you know, you're no longer scared of it, right? So the energetic charge is removed. And then the, the real cleansing happens, which is the clarifying. Now, you have this fantastic, again, resonant, you know, piano of emotions, and you're, you, you can use them Oh, okay, this feels good, that doesn't feel good. All right. Because now you kind of been rebuilt by light and by love and by you 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 have connected and are energetically connected to the medicine and in the medicine there's healing and there's connection to divinity. I mean, it's we're all divin we're all this thing, whatever it is, what it is. I I don't know what it is, but it comes from one thing, right? So as you, cl- as you see the truth, you know, the dark can't live in you if you face it. It 
gets annulled. It gets it's it's it loses its power. You're no longer scared of it. You're no longer scared of death. That's really death. That's what it means. It's like you're going to die if you don't do this. Okay, I'll die. Fine. All right. You keep facing it. You keep, you know, diluting its charge. Well, then you start. They start. They can't exist in your in your energetic container. They 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 leave. They can't live here. You know, the more and more you connect to the plants, into the medicine, into the light, there's there's no way. You can't put Shea Stadium lights on a on the dark. That's the last. It's like you know, vampires. They want to be in the dark. That's how they own you. So once you rid yourself, and it's a task unto itself, seeing, you know, feeling everything again, the rage, etc. They're removed. So now here you are, brand new set of, you know, pipes, so to speak, all your emotions, you can feel, you're not worried about feeling the emotions because you're rooted and you're connected to the plants and to light and to this medicine. So then the breaker switch is taken, you know, you put it back on, right? You're not in camouflage, you're not under the water, you're not hiding, you're not agreeing, you're not accommodating. You're like, no, I don't like this, therefore I'm not gonna do it, therefore that's fine. It's this rooting inside of yourself. It's this, yeah, it's connecting back. And it, it takes a while to reconnect yourself back to your own mothership where you've been stolen from. And what's interesting is like it, it, it's energetic, so it just happens like watching the grass grow. It's not like it's negotiated. The cleansing is the cleansing of all these dark energies. The cleansing is the thawing out of all those states in which you were terrified and letting the terror come up and seeing the truth of everybody. And it's just this endless cleansing which is really kind of expelling bats out of a cave, like hundreds of bats over. I mean, that have been accumulated because of the terror and because you've been shut down, right? And you recognize, well, I can handle. I mean, you think you're going to die, but you don't. And you think you're going to die, but you don't. And you think, oh, I can't do as best you can. You can do anything. Because in the end, you are this incredible divinity. But you can have full access to it in this other realm when you're given the key to move into this other realm through the medicine, which is a gift. And again, nobody has the monopoly on this. this nobody has a monopoly on divinity. Nobody has a monopoly on where we can. It's all bullshit. There are no, these horrific priests. Ugh, they're disgusting. These people with funny robes. And, ugh, they're vile. No one has power over you. You are a piece of divinity, but you might have been locked out by trauma or by, you know, other apes telling you you're not worthy, all that bullshit that everybody has, that crap. It's just pure diarrhea. Control, all that stuff. In the plant medicine, you know, you're given information in this other dimension, which is coming direct from source. Yeah, it's not woo-woo. We're all it. It's not like, uh, right? 
So, it's not that you become someone, it's that the darkness and the blockages are eliminated and therefore you become a cleaner channel for hearing and knowing the truth. You know, your emotions are all put back on, they're cleaned out, now you can, you're not fearful of, of responding, of listening to your emotions, of understand is understanding, right? It means you can create your life because your feelings are back on, right? You've made, you know, those big choices of leaving all the toxicity, you know, all this shit behind. And one of the great recognitions is, fuck, I was all alone all the time anyway. That was a terror. Was I was absolutely alone. When I say I was alone, I was locked out of home, and home is connection back to source. And that is home. And when you're reconnected... You know, you trust again, you, you're able to, you know, make decisions that make sense to all of you, to your whole system, versus just, you know, bumping around and hoping, fuck, something will, you know, that someone will give a shit, right? It's a theft. So... There's so much, you know, I mean, and, and who are we? I mean, I still don't really know. You know, I, the thing about meditation is you sit there and all these things are just happening and sometimes I just feel like this is just happening. I'm just an observer of all of this. I mean, I was in a ceremony where I literally, there were zillions black snakes coming out of me and the medicine showed up this huge Herculean force of light. And I was watching it. I mean, I was present to it. so many unanswered questions but in these dimensions you recognize there's another there's another epic narrative going on in which there's no time or space which is why you can heal here because you can actually be in that time when the event happened and you know be that child in that event see it relive it feel it I mean, I was in 3D holograms. I mean, it was insane. It had been all locked away. <clears throat> and one of the things, again, interesting to me is that I don't really believe in forgiveness. And when I say that, I don't mean that in any harsh way. I mean, it's not that there's forgiveness. It's that there's... There's a, there's a dissolution of the energetic charge, right? So if there's trauma, you are energetically charged up with the predator or the person. And it's a very complicated bond and attachment, especially if you're a child, it's a big attachment. In this energetic cleansing, it's the charge is removed. And I recognize them not as people but it's just energies right so that energetic charge which is a dark charge it's like positive negative is removed 
So I'm no longer connected to them, whether they're a parent or a dog or a tree. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they are. There's no connection to them. As a parent, of course, the, connect, the energetic charge is more powerful, right? Because you bond. But it still can be, it can be undone. It's an energetic charge that keeps us connected. And I remember specifically in, an, in a ceremony where I, these Indians, which are the plants, were like, come back, Maria, come back. I'm like, why did I leave? They said that you were stolen. And I couldn't, couldn't move. I couldn't. I was magnetically charged, owned by this darkness. It was, it was literally like being stuck in gravity couldn't move I was literally trying to get myself out of to walk going towards them I couldn't I was remember trying to crawl across the floor in the maloka these are energetic locks and we're locked out of these dimensions in which healing can happen And these energies feed off you. They feed off your energy. They feed off your fear. And one of the things you can't do if you're a child, one of the things about being traumatized as a child is, you know, if I confront them, I'll die. I can't tell the truth here. I can't be honest. There is nothing going on here. So I have to invent something here and what happens later on and where the healing is is like yeah I can say what I want I can feel what I want I can challenge everybody and I'm still I'm going to be safe because I'm connected back to the medicine I just saw this story which is horrific this little girl was like the mother killed her she's like but I did everything you told I was a good girl it's like oh it's horrific it's evil right so you're unsafe right how can you possibly live your life, you know, in this way? You can't, right? You can't live your life if you're not flowing, if you're not completely all engines on, you know, navigating, knowing, feeling, making decisions according to how you feel, feeling safe within yourself, connected to who you are. trusting in who you are you have to be rooted to the mothership and to your soul right to to as a channel for so these are all very powerful um captures I mean, it literally is like being inside a black hole. If you're trapped in one of these places by overwhelm and trauma and terror and you don't see a way out, I mean, my way out was to reinvent it, to not, not make it what it really was, which inevitably was not going to work. I mean, at some point, we'd completely, and it did eventually, the universe just kicked me off a cliff because it was such a big lie. But, I mean, I could see you could die or, you know, you end up under a bridge with a heroin needle escaping to somewhere. And I think that's it. You're escaping. You're trying to get out, but you, you're locked in. And that's the thing about the medicine. It gives you a lock to get out of that hell. That's, I suppose, what I'm saying.
because when you get locked out of love and divinity by trauma, you know, you're, you're in no man's land, you're in deep shit. So it's a gift. And again, you know, to get in, not easy. I mean, you're, you know, if you want healing, the way the medicine heals, it's extremely difficult. You, you know, God, what I had to see, what I had to feel, what I, you know, the blockages, it was, it was like death over and over. But that's a gift because it's real healing. It's not like, oh, kumbaya, let me just twang and chant. And, uh, it's nature, it's fierce. If you're riddled with bullets, you know, riddled with blockages, she's going to unblock each one. That's the gift. And listen, these shamans or the, the doctors that do the work are doctors. They're energetic surgeons. But remember, they're human. Remember this, right? They're vehicles for the medicine. They're channels for the medicine. The medicine that the plants go through them and sing to you but they're human right remember at the end of the day they're human too they don't have the magic powers so to speak right they've dieted on the plants and the plants you know have given them the power you know the, the, the ability to be a channel for them when they take the medicine and sit in the dark and see you but they too are human we have to be careful about deifying people and giving them a little bit more power than they really have in the end it's the plants the power of these plants that take you into these different dimensions and the shamans who have and the doctors are the conduits for they're the channels for like you know they it's like a pencil, right? It's the, the tools through which they do their work. So, yeah, in the end, it's really cleansing. In the end, it's energies. We're energies. So, you know, a self-help book is a great thing, but not really going to help you. Sitting in a shrink's office, yeah, you could penetrate some things, but, you know, when there's massive trauma, not a lot. And that's why the medicine is like a dynamite. It comes in, it, it's more powerful than the dark. And if you're willing to surrender, it will take you through each step of that cleansing. I mean, I was literally inside... You know, I, I was buried deep in 3,000 tons of shit. Like, you know, I was so fucking owned. It was ridiculous. So it took a long time to clean layer after layer after layer after layer. It's literally like, you know, emerging out of a... from the bottom of the fucking ocean. It's like surfacing, right? because I couldn't acknowledge the truth of the horror of what had happened. And I made up so many stories to survive, 
So that was a lot of sewage. You know, in the end, like, you know, you just... You just get to be connected to yourself, right? You return home. Your home is now cleansed of... You know, all, all the people have been evicted. All the intruders are gone. And by the way, now you can tell if an intruder's on its way, right? It's like, oh, right, you, okay. You don't have to go to outside to the world to look for a version of yourself. There's so much diarrhea in the world anyway. It's just like people just pumping out all their shit, right? There's clarity. There's trust. There's anchoring. I mean, there's still, you know, lots more to learn and it doesn't mean you just end up on a cloud, you know, floating around. You keep evolving. You keep keep growing but you're out of that energetic magnetic stronghold that kept you in you know this in place takes a while to reconnect takes a while to you know truly like wire yourself back up you kind of get disentangled it's like you're caught in this fishing net like tons of nets you know you're like trapped in there like in these thousands of like I think about like a google closet tons of wires you're trapped in there and then all the wires are cleaned out right and then you have to re it's like you reconnect to yourself and you can begin to create your path because your path is no longer cluttered you know, by massive, all these obstacles. You're no longer in that weight, toxic waste dump. So now with your feelings and your, the clarity, it's like, oh, now I can begin to weave. I can begin to create my own life because I know what I don't want and I know what I want. I can feel what I don't want. And yeah. takes a while it's a uh, it's like watching the grass grow in a way and you know the nature works in its own way energetically and if you haven't known yourself your whole life because you were trapped early on in trauma it's it's a, it's a growing of yourself without all of this energy but it's a growth of you from your authenticity, from your truth, from like, oh, okay, I kind of like this, but I don't like that. Oh, okay, right? I mean, I wanted to know immediately, well, what do I do now? Oh, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't like that at all. It's this slow, sort of slow rebuilding as you get to, you know, use your, or this fantastic, you know, xylophone of, this instrument of emotions now that are all shiny and new. It's like, oh, oh, I'm learning. Oh, I like it over here, but I don't like it over there. It's, it's, but it's the growth of you now from you, from your soul, from your center, from your, from who you were when you were, before you were wiped out, right? 
and you've overturned or yeah you've you've overwhelmed you've overcome you've you've faced all the horror and you're like okay fair enough that's it right It's kind of weird to talk about, right? Because it's happening in all these other dimensions, really. But really, that's where lots of information is, much more information than down here. If we can tap into and unlock ourselves in the, into these other dimensions and surrender there, And again, plants have been here for 500 million years. We've been here for 300,000, for God's sake. You don't think they have more information? It's ridiculous, right? It's like, so we don't really understand consciousness. Um, we don't understand it because we're not willing to surrender or believe or, or understand other people's cosmo visions because, you know, you want to own everything and I want to make a buck from you for it. But in the end... You know, the openness to looking into new things and to, you know, giving them credibility where, where it's due. There's so much else to learn, right? There's so much. I mean, I, there's no way I would have healed without this. No way. I was so fucking shut down. No way. God knows this shit would have putrefied. I would have gotten cancer and died or something. Oh, God knows. You can't live in antithesis to your whole existence. You can't live with a dam built towards your own existence out of terror. That's not, eventually it's gonna putrefy. So I feel extraordinarily grateful for everything. It's a gift and a privilege and an honor that this exists. Do you have to do the work? Yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah. You're not like, <laughs> it's like no. You know, you're not just sit there, put a, press a button and, you know, like a massage is just going to happen. No, you have to participate fully in this complete deconstruction. You know, I was thinking yesterday, coming back from this place, I was thinking, oh, my God. I literally just tore down. Who was this person, this overinflated know-it-all, this person that had nothing that would be complete? I don't know how I survived, but it got torn down. It's like, who was that person? Right? I mean... Lots of compassion, but completely built by an absolute lie and terror. So there's tons of humility, tons and vulnerability. I think you're at your strongest when you're at your most vulnerable. That doesn't happen when you're in trauma. Egos get very, very powerful and very, very stalwart. And it's okay, you know, it all collapses. It's like literally the whole thing collapses. You're kind of in the void for a while. Yeah. And then you start beginning to, you know, little steps by steps, you begin to like, oh, okay. Well, that was all collapsed, that died. All 60 years of that, okay. What's next, right? What am I... Well, actually, I'm awake now, so I can actually begin to, you know build something that is actually real to me and you also have to like you know so one of the things that happened with me was it was like oh my god they saved me I've got to save them and oh, it's the whole kind of like I found my savior type of thing I found and I did I found the plants and they did save me and they healed me and 
But again, you have to be careful. I mean, the plants are very powerful. They can do whatever they want. When you're in the plant world, it's a whole other dimension. You don't have any control. I mean, you have to, you know, it. it's, you know, you can't reenact, you know, what happened when you were a child. For me, it was like, oh, my God, I made them into saviors. Like, I've got to make these people into saviors. Well, yes, but, you, you know, be wary of reenacting, you know, of over-diifying, right, the people. What's really powerful are the plants. And the plants decide, the plants choose. I mean, you know, before I went down to the medicine, I mean, I was feeling sick. I hadn't even been down to see I had the medicine. I mean, it's, it's, it's every, you know, it's very powerful. And that is something to be diified. Now, that is like, what the fuck? Yeah. The medicine itself, right, is extraordinary. I mean, I was operated on twice. Are you serious? I mean, like, in another dimension by plant doctors. So yes, that, the mystery, the awe of it is a gift and an honor and that is like mind-blowing. But you don't control anything. It's like, you know, it's like, I'm going to save them, no, I'm not. It's like, no, the plants, right, the plants do everything. You don't control very much in this world, much as you think you do. You don't, really. And when you, you know, when your ego's collapsed and your whole system and your whole, you know, pro- everything that's been built out of all the shit's collapsed, then you really don't control anything. It's like, yeah. But you're here, you're, you're connected to something else. You're connected to yourself, to, your, to the mothership, to whatever. You know, if you're in trauma, you're, I mean, I was always inventing. I was so busy building this identity, this person. It was just the fuck. To fulfill, you know, the the outcome of the dark. So there's tons of information there. There's tons of healing, tons of humility. I mean, I think one of the most powerful aspects of coming into this world is just the amount of humility you feel. I mean, you're just wiped out by its power. Especially me, because I was coming from, you know, having built this big person to, you know, cover up all this shit. You realize just a little grain of sand on this infinite beach of sand. Yeah. So, yeah. I think if you really want to heal, you know, give up the heroin needle and just unlock, go take the medicine and go into the other dimension and get healed there. That's all I can suggest. And that's certainly a suggestion. It's not for everyone. But, you know, I remember somebody saying to me that when their father-in-law was dying and the doctor said to him, you know, we've reached our limits. In other words, we have no more information. 
There's nothing else we can do. You know, in, in, the, in the medicine world, there's a lot more that can be done. And, and there's, I think there's infinite stuff that can be done. And, but you have to, you know, surrender to that Cosmo vision. And if you're desperate enough, you will. I certainly was like, I was banging my head, you know, I was so stuck in this horrible universe. I was like, yeah, I've got to figure this out. And it came to, you know, it showed up. So you can't tell someone to do anything. I fuck no, I have no right to do that. The medicine will come to you when it needs to come and all that stuff. I, you know, I control nothing, literally. This is just what I've learned from my little experience of doing the medicine. But in the end, it must come to you and no one can tell you to do anything. You've got to, it's got to be from within. You've got to want it. You've got to want to go through this, into this place, through this experience, you know, and heal. If you want healing, a lot of people don't want it. They'd rather be asleep and that's no shade on them whatever rocks your boat. But I you know, just want to put it out there, there is an alternative in the desperation of trying to, you know, be reconnected to yourself and heal yourself of trauma and all the diseases that come with trauma. Okay, bye.